Hey guys, welcome to episode 10, part B. Yes, take two. <laughs> take two. You know, Ash, I'm super excited about this because, you know, it's very rare that we get a second chance to do something and yep. we fucked up last night's podcast. It wasn't great. But that's why we're here. Yeah, we're making it better. We're yeah. going to do it different and... Raw, uncut, no filters. No filters. <laughs> we, we did a better job tonight. We've already got the dogs put away. Yes. Last night, they were all over our, our shit. They were underneath the table. They were hitting the, the leg stands, the table legs with their tails. Yeah. I had some, like, ungodly, like, coughing fit. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> in the middle of the thing. And I was, like, basically falling asleep yeah, during the entire thing. Yeah, I was yawning, thing. getting ghost dick stuck in her mouth. <laughs> I was tired. Yeah. I'm less tired right I'm now. I'm less tired now. We started drinking a little bit earlier. Yes. Baby went to bed at a decent time. Yeah, and it's only 9 instead of, like, 10.45. Yeah. <laughs> we are already... Like leaps ahead of where we were last night, and bounds, and bounds, and bounds as well. We're both. Mm -hmm. Now, I just want to point out: I don't know how many other podcasts are as audience centric as we are, because I don't know how many people would go from recording an entire episode. We talked for more than an hour last night, and it it didn't work out. We had some some electronic equipment, technical difficulties, and we recorded, and we just said, you know what? Our audience means too much to us. We're gonna, we're gonna do it again. We're gonna start all over because we love you guys. We do. We love you guys, but it's also kind of a weird thing because, on one hand, we're super audience centric and we're gonna give you this episode that had been intended for last night. But on the other hand, I don't know of a podcast that is so is more apathetic as far as like the quality of the product that they put out. Than we are, you know. It's mm -hmm. we like to call ourselves Salt Lake's most mediocre podcast, and I, I think, had last night gone, had we not had like the the electronic interference, like the background noise, quit a podcast. We we would have published that episode, and it was not good. No, it, it wasn't was one I was not. proud of. No, it was very much okay. Yeah, it wasn't awful, but it wasn't like holy shit, this is fantastic, and I'm going to tell all my friends and family about it. Right. So yeah, we we put our audience first in that we're re-recording this episode, but we also, I guess, don't give a shit about our audience because we were <laughs> really prepared to publish yes. something that was like, like, like 50%. Like we were aiming for like a passing grade. Like just give me that D minus. <laughs> give just me give that, that D. D. <laughs> Jinx. Yeah, if, if there hadn't been interference or whatever you call it on the mic then it would have been available for all you lovely people to listen to right now but instead and we're re-recording yeah so we're gonna we're gonna go a day late and start over so uh, a couple of things that we talked about last night that we're gonna rehash oh one of the things that they don't get the pleasure of hearing is me ripping my fake eyelash strips oh my off God. as I'm sitting here like just in heaven, like rubbing my eyes, like. <laughs> I wish I could salvage that audio clip because it was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Is it, it looked like Ash was wearing like a rubber mask, and you know, like in those movies where, like Mission Impossible, like Tom Cruise is wearing a mask, but you don't know that he's wearing a mask. And then little by little, he starts like peel flecks of skin off of his cheeks, and then all of a sudden, like, yeah. rips off his face and turns out to be someone else. 
that's what it was like watching you peel off your eyelashes last night. It was except it was just my eyes. It wasn't like my entire face that was coming off. Or maybe you just stopped at your eyelashes. Maybe you are wearing a mask and you just that was like the first part. And then yeah, maybe like today you like rip off your ear. I don't know. It was that. It was that weird for me okay. watching you pull your eyelashes out. Yeah. Well, for all of you that <laughs> give a shit, I used to have eyelash extensions and I got them. I had them years ago, and then I took a a hiatus from them and then when I was pregnant I got them on again because ain't no one has time to be looking good when they got a baby and when they're pregnant for that sake but I uh took them off about a month ago and yeah you're going for like a an all natural look not necessarily an all natural look but just wanted to get in touch with my with my face again. <laughs> you had lost. Uh, isn't that what happens when you drink too much? You lose. You lose touch of your face. Well, I mean, you, you don't can't feel your teeth anymore. You don't understand, or you don't have to deal with this because you're a guy and you just wake up and that's just. And I'm just beautiful immediately. The, yeah, you just look amazing all the time. But us female folk, we just get accustomed to like thinking that we only look good with makeup on. Especially when you have eyelash extensions, you wake up and you look good. And for me, it was perfect because I'm um, a very lazy person in the mornings, and I got very accustomed to just waking up and going to work, and then I looked good. But now I wake up, and I try to go to work, and I'm like, ugh. So on the days, we went to hollow breakfast yesterday. Right. And so I had to I had to look good for... Baby, I think you're beautiful with or without eyelashes. Thanks. You know you're gorgeous. Thanks. Um, yeah, so I had, to, I had to get all ready for the gram. That's... Instagram <laughs> for the lay people. <laughs> okay, you, you, that tells you like how how little you think of our audience that you had to. I don't know. Elaborate. <laughs> Dogs for the lay person. It's from Dumb and Dumber. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like meeting the redhead for the first time. Harry, and um, does he call them canines or yeah, <laughs> dogs for the then, yeah for the lay person. <laughs> Anyways, so, so yeah, yeah, we missed we we that wasn't a thing we talked about last night and had the experience of well, I had the 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 privilege of watching Ash rip her eyelashes off mid sentence. Like we're literally sitting <laughs> here trying to talk, and on she's the microphone. <laughs> oh my god! Good thing there's a shield thing on it. <laughs> Yeah, you need like a like a salad bar sneeze guard over <laughs> your microphone so you don't get your shit all over it. Yeah, but yeah, we had the 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 privilege of watching Ash rip her uh, eyelashes out mid sentence. Like we're trying to have a conversation, <laughs> she stops what she's doing. I just couldn't take and it anymore. Rips these things off of her face. Um, those strip lashes, man, they're the devil. I props to all you ladies who wear those every single day because I will like grin and bear it and put them on like when we're doing a photo shoot. Or doing something where I want to look presentable because my real lashes are just little stumpy. I don't even know what they're just a stumpy little mess. And so yeah, so props to all you females. I'm probably gonna put my extensions back on here in any minute now. Yeah. <laughs> why, why don't you wait till I get a job? <laughs> wait till I've got a steady income before wait, we start going nuts and. Or wait till I you know make some more money. 
Well, you've shit. been killing it. You've been doing a great job with your your makeup stuff. You're kind of selling Thanks. some shit, making some money, which is fantastic to see them dollar bills coming in, yeah, kicking ass, taking names. I got my first uh, like recognition. Yeah, you thing. got like a pin or something, right? Yeah, I got I got a little gold lips pin with a little gem in it. It was gorgeous. Yeah, and I was not expecting it. The best. First so, of many. Yeah, and you can check that out. What's your uh, uh, salt, salty bee beauty? The IG? Yeah. The gram? For, for <laughs> Instagram for the lay person. Uh, it, yeah, salty bee, double E beauty, like a buzz, buzz, buzz. I think you're confusing people. Salty bee beauty. Yeah. B-E-E. Yeah, beauty. Beauty. Um, so we got some interesting news tonight. We have... Today, formally, officially launched the uh, This Is Marriage podcast Instagram on the gram. On the gram. As the kids call it. Mm -hmm. So you guys can check us out. It's actually called This Is Marriage podcast. Yes. Um, We have Gmail now, thisismarriagepodcast at gmail.com. That's old news, bro. They know about that. Hey, I'm just just bringing, maybe this is the first time people have listened. I guess that's true. We didn't even introduce ourselves. (laughs) Um... We're on Facebook. We have. I'm going to be starting a, a page. We have a, a group called This Is Marriage Support Group. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, because I started the Instagram, I also have to do a Facebook page. Yeah, I know. It's dumb. It's dumb. They made me do one for mine. And I, it's a, you can link them, but it's really stupid because if you're on the page, or if you're on the group, it doesn't show you the things that are posted to the page. So I'm like, what's the point of linking yeah. them if it's not going to show everything? Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. Real so, dumb. Anyways. We're looking for a, a college graduate who's looking for an internship as a social media manager. Somebody yeah, who wants unpaid. to do... Oh, absolutely. Somebody who wants to do some, you know, get into a career in marketing, social media, that mm-hmm. wants to manage our social media accounts. Yes. The college graduate part is, is really essential, though. I don't... I don't think we, we want somebody handling our our business who has not gone to school for marketing because we're that important. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we've got the Instagram now up yes. and running, which is fantastic. I'm excited about that. I don't know what kind of things we're going to post. So if you guys have ideas about shoot us a, the type of content. A DM or, a, oh, yeah. or an email or join our support tweet group. At us. I don't think we have a Twitter. Facebook us. Yeah. Yeah, this is marriage support group. I have like this like old man saliva thing going on. Have you ever listened to like old men talk? Where it's like, yeah, I don't know what's going on in my mouth tonight, but I'm just. You're an old man. I am. I guess. I guess so. I guess that's what happens once you get gray pubes. At the same time, you all of a sudden like start getting just wicked bad cotton mouth and just can't produce enough saliva and you just talk funny. Because I tonight I feel like I'm making a lot of noise. You act like you just barely got gray pubes. I've had great pubes since I was like 16. Exactly. So don't don't like tie the two together. Like once you get gray pubes, you get weird saliva yeah. saliva shit in your voice. In your saliva mouth. shit in your voice. <laughs> All um, right. Let's introduce ourselves and the yeah, topic. So I'm Porter. This is this is Marriage Podcast. I'm Porter. I'm Ashley. We are in fact married. However, we don't want you to feel like that this podcast is only for for married folk and that we discriminate against non-married folk because we don't. We don't. Marriage, you know, might not be your thing. Kids might not be your thing, but you know, hey, do you live your life, live your truth. Hey, listen, if you're on the fence about wanting to get married or wanting kids, 
this might just be the push you need to convince you that marriage is not just the option. Just not a good way to go. Avoid <laughs> it at all costs. Don't do it. Speaking of kids, Wild turned nine months old today. Yeah, nine months in, nine months out. Yeah. And yet, will not sleep through the night. No. I don't know what horrible thing we did wrong. <laughs> Where we fucked up, but... This boy. That like three or four month like sleep training thing I thought we had in the bag yeah. and nope. Yeah. So I've just royally fucked his whole sleep schedule up. <laughs> Which in turn has just demolished mostly your because you're a badass and you get up with him all the time. I, I try and help out when I can, but holy shit, baby, you are just a superhero. Thanks. I just wish that I could sleep through anything like you. There's sometimes when he's like screaming bloody murder and I'm just laying there like... He's just snoring over there still, huh? <laughs> I'm glad you can't, because if the house were on fire, one of us has to be able to wake up. Like, one of us has to get up and and get the other one awake. And if I'm dead asleep, yeah. we'll both be dead asleep. So I guess that's true. This so, is yeah. going to be loud, because I need to fix my little screen thing. Just kidding. I thought it was going to move more. It didn't really... There we go. Okay. All right. That actually wasn't that bad. Good oh, job. That's good. Thanks. So yeah, so homeboy's nine months old today, which is exciting. Um, if anybody has any tips on how to get this little bastard to sleep through the night, we are receptive to that advice. There's the podcat. Podcat just walking around, bumping into everybody's microphones, stirring shit up. Here, we did this test yesterday. I'm going to pretend like I'm writing something important on this piece of paper, and I will put money on the fact that he will come and lay on said piece of paper. Oh, here he comes. I don't know if you noticed or not. I did some laundry today, and on our bed, I had Ash's clean laundry, which need to be um, hung up, which I didn't, didn't do yet. And there was nothing else on our bed, and Kat chose to take a nap on your clothes he always does that yeah, he slept on your bag. clean clothes instead of anywhere else on the bed he has the entire bed to himself and he landed on your clean clothes and chose that to take a nap he uh, also does that when your clothes are on the couch so yeah. i mean i would like to be like oh he loves me yeah but no, no he, he just loves wrecking your shit our shit our shit yeah Shh, go away cat Come on, podcat. All right. Well, so we've introduced ourselves. Oh, do you want to talk about our, uh, before we get going, now that we're like 20 minutes into this thing? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to announce our unofficial sponsor? Um, the old Ash box is over of here food? coloring. What are you doodling? What are I you drawing over there? I'm, can you just pay attention? Do one thing at once? I can do both. Bullshit. Multitasking doesn't exist. You want me to talk about HelloFresh? Yeah. So, eventually... They will sponsor us because we're just going to badger them and talk enough about talk about them enough on our podcast that they'll have no choice but to sponsor us. And if you guys want to like help us out, go on Twitter, at them, send them direct messages, bomb message that I don't want to say bomb them, but message the shit yeah. out of them. Let them know that you like this podcast and that they need to sponsor us, and hopefully it'll happen. At least hook us up with like a f- week of free meals yeah, or something. That's- we're we're not beggars. We're not you know totally picky about it. Yeah. So we I I took the plunge and I signed up again for like the the real deal the yeah. full. So we get three meals a week, right? Yeah, it's like sixty bucks a week, and I picked a really great time. I'm <laughs> like, you know what? I should don't eat that podcat. Um, 
technically it was before you got laid off, so it's not like I'm just an idiot where it's like, husband has no job, $60 a week in food. Just com- completely negligent. Yeah. So, so I bought this, and I feel like it will save us at least some money, if not money, then food, because we don't do it intentionally, but we end up throwing a lot of food away. Yeah, and I always feel really, like, really shitty about that, because yeah. I don't like throwing food away, but it, it tends to happen. Um, yeah, so... HelloFresh, if you would like to send us some free meals or sponsor us. Um, If any of you listeners would like a free week of food, if you've never used HelloFresh before, we will post our... I think it's a discount code or something. Yeah, we have like referral codes. I think there's... I think I have four of them personally. Um, You... If you've ever ordered HelloFresh... Then have it, it shipped to a different address. You. Yeah, ship it to your work or something. Yeah, use a different email. Have it shipped to a different address because they'll they'll cancel your account. They'll delete you if they they see that you're trying to double dip on the free yeah so free meals. Those are up for grabs if you guys want them. It will. It's like the automatic thing. So if you want to keep doing it, then cool. But if you don't, all you do is go on and you can either pause or cancel your thing. Yeah. So yeah, making some good shit. Yeah, it's fun. It is fun. All right, baby. So should we get into this now? Should we kind of get into our topic? Yeah. 30 million years later. <laughs> so I want to, before we start, I want to say a big thanks to those who who chipped in and gave us their two cents on our Facebook page um, within the uh, This Is Marriage Support group, because we had a lot of people kind of talk and, and some good banter back and forth, some conversation, and I thought it was awesome. I was like, yeah. oh, look at people are talking to each other, and that was great. So thank you guys for for getting online and and responding to my my plea for content because ash and i while we, we we're kind of experts in our own right we can only just so much yeah we, we like to hear from other you know the as ash would like to say the lay folk <laughs> you know the people who aren't quite as uh knowledgeable about all things marriage as we are you know kind of get the uh the well, I, I guess there's only one way to say it, like the little person's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> perspective. Oh. I'm an asshole. Yep. Um, will you stop coloring? Why? Honestly. I'm just... We're doing this. I'm here. I'm committed. I'm talking. Just, I'm just coloring in our audience. Oh, my God. I only they have a they couple look like m- balloons. <laughs> I only have a couple more heads to color. Don't touch the fucking mic. I didn't need to. My glasses did it. Okay. So... Today's topic, one of the things that we want to talk about, and we're off to a great start, is fighting and how couples fight, and oh my god. <laughs> Me too. I'm going to end you. You're worse than podcat. <laughs> um, how couples fight, and how typically it seems like within a within a couple, there's always, there's one of two roles that people play. There is the pursuer, and then there is the withdrawer. Withdrawler. Withdrawler. Yeah. <laughs> kind of giggles. Up. I don't know. <laughs> Those your feet? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Ash is getting frisky with her feet down underneath the table. Playing footsie because mm. we like to keep the the juice alive. Or what is it called? <laughs> God, that's you're disgusting. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Keep the. Uh, for a minute, I thought I was touching my own legs. <laughs> <laughs> Why? My legs are soft. I shaved no, them I was, yesterday. I was joking. What's it called? Keeping the marriage alive? No. The <laughs> I think we should just leave the it at the juice. Keeping the juice alive. The romance? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so, 
Um, Ash, in our relationship, which one are you? Are you the uh, withdraw, withdrawler? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking stupid name. There's got to be a better way to say that. Are, are you the, the pursuer? I am definitely the pursuer. I most so, deaf. I sometimes feel like Ash likes to fight just for the sake of having a fight, like the just for the sake of Porter telling me that I'm wrong <laughs> or that I'm right and yeah. he was wrong. It doesn't even matter. Like I could come to her with a grievance and be like, "Hey, Ash, <laughs> I, I don't appreciate the way this happened, or I need you to fix this, or this is something I think we could work on." Like it doesn't even have to be like a big thing. Like, "Hey, I noticed that you don't change the uh, the toilet paper when when you notice that the roll is empty." And my response is, and her fuck response you. will be like, "You didn't change it three months ago." Yeah, she'll be like, "I'm way better at that than you are, and you, you're way worse than I am." And by the way, now that we're talking about shit that you do wrong, <laughs> you let park me know. like an idiot. Yeah, I hate your driving, and your face is stupid. <laughs> your hair makes you look dumb. <laughs> and, and and so by the end of this this thing, where I'm just, I thought it was a very simple ask, she has now ripped me a new one and I walk away with my tail between my legs and I find myself apologizing to her and so somehow she managed to to get out of of actually owning up to this thing that you know she doesn't necessarily validate my feelings and say you know what honey I'm sorry that I did that you're right I'll work on it I appreciate you bringing that to my attention oh no no there's there's none of that this is where you talk which you would know if you were not fucking doodling I am I thought, you know, you kind of do this thing where you just like talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. So I thought you were just taking a breath. So you're just zoning out and you're just like, ah, he'll hit my leg when he wants me to talk in. He'll step on my foot when it's my turn. No, I am paying attention. Thank you very much. (laughs) Well, we've been talking for a minute. Mm -hmm. I was listening. You're an asshole. I was listening, but now I've lost my train of thought. Okay, so. And I wouldn't have lost my train of thought if you didn't make a big fucking deal about it. <laughs> I wouldn't have had to make a big deal about it if you were paying attention. I was paying attention. Unlike you, I can I'm listen. I'm making eye contact with you. I'm trying to have an active conversation, and you should be practicing active listening and making eye contact with me and nodding. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a fitting episode to... <laughs> oh. <laughs> about it. Anyways, stay yes. tuned for next week's podcast. This is Bachelorhood. <laughs> oh, <laughs> whatever. You wouldn't leave me. No, I couldn't. You'd kill me. Because I find you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no like split up our shit and go our separate ways. It's he's <laughs> kill me in my sleep. I don't know about that. All right. Anyways, can we please get back on track? I'm for the love try- of God, can we get back on track? <laughs> I'm gonna rip my hair out. <laughs> Anyways, <sighs> I hate you right now. I don't even know what I was saying. You weren't saying anything. That's why we paused. Okay, how many times are we gonna go in this circle? <laughs> this is one ep- or one instance of way couples ways couples fight is you'll get the couple that one or both of them likes to hold on to a specific instance and will always bring up that said instance at every fight. (laughs) Over and over and over again. So it's like, 
I told you to stop at this podcast. I told you to stop at the store and get milk. Why didn't you do that? Well, do you remember in 2007 when you forgot to pick me up at the airport? So one of the things that I found interesting, Carrie said this on our Facebook post, and I thought it was really good advice. And it's something that I know that Ashley and I both struggle with. Um, I'm I'm going to read her entire comment here. I apologize if you hate being read to because I know I do. But you can go on our Facebook page and read it for yourself if you want to just like fast forward through this part. Um, she says, if I start any of our fights, I usually say something I don't think will cause a fight, but maybe prove my point. Then when I realize it turned into an argument, unlike Ashley, and she's referring to a previous comment that I made about petty personal attacks, which we'll maybe get into later, maybe not. Um, she says, it's not worth yelling and getting mad. Neither of us are going to change our minds, and I have already spoken mine, so I will just listen now. I try to then see things from his point of view, but it doesn't mean I will agree. But I also don't have to keep verbally disagreeing either. And I think this is great advice because so many times, at least when we are, are fighting, it's very much like a you're going to talk, I'm not really going to listen to you, I'm just going to wait to get my um, my argument in or I'm just thinking about the next thing that I'm going to say or how I'm going to respond and I'm not actively listening to you, right? Like, it's just... Yeah, sometimes we'll even just, like, interrupt each other in order to just say what we want to say to make our point and the thing we do a lot is, and I don't know if it's just me, but... The other person will, so I will say my my point, and then Porter will begin to say his side or, or whatever. But then the moment he says something where I disagree with, I will dispute that immediately. And so that just causes further fighting because I'm not only Let interrupting. Me yeah. Let me finish! Yeah, I can't tell you how many times we've had that fight or where it goes the opposite where it's like okay you're gonna keep interrupting me i'm not gonna do this fuck you and then that of course makes things even more escalated right so then it becomes silent not because like it's like a intent or a you know purposeful silence of like oh i'm gonna listen to what you have to say yeah it's like a silence of like you've interrupted me one too many times now it's like fuck you i'm gonna play the silent game yeah talk all you want I'm out like I've checked out I'm thinking about other things mm-hmm. I'm thinking about how many different ways I can like poison you in your sleep <laughs> <laughs> but so it was great advice yeah that's the baby crying because it's 9.30 and he's been asleep for an hour he popped up so fast he found his binky though so he should fall back asleep here in a second but Carrie goes on to identify a flaw in her, her plan, which I think is, is totally accurate, and I can see it, it causing further problems. Um, she says that it makes her husband more mad when she does this, the silent thing. And she says, probably because when I don't talk to him, it feels like I am indifferent or like a more holy-than-thou attitude. I should probably say what I'm thinking. It really isn't all that productive. And so kind of what we were just saying yeah instead of like just oh i'm listening it's more of just 
kind of did you bite your tongue no i'm trying to swallow without people oh. being able to hear it on the microphone and it, yeah, i'm all it, caught and mouthy sorry it kind of comes off as like this whole like well fuck you i'm not gonna say anything yeah in- instead of like a no i'm just listening to yeah. you i'm just letting you get your, your yeah. words out and I'm not going to interrupt you, and I'm just—I've said what I'm going to say, and now I'm going to let you have Which is the how air. Grown-ups fight. Not us, though. <laughs> well, we're not anywhere near grown-ups. No. I like to think that, like, real grown-ups, it's more of like a debate. Yeah. And a, as a you know, a rational, like, logical argument, as opposed to like an emotional, like, fight. Yeah. But I don't know. I think. I don't know how to fight without, or not even like a dis, or not even a fight, but like even like a disagreement or anything without it being emotional. I don't know how to keep my emotions out of it. That's true. I could be like, hey, Ash, I noticed that you parked the car a little crooked today, which made it hard for me to to pull in. And then I would lose my <laughs> shit because anyone who knows me knows that I do not take any ounce of criticism, whether it's constructive or even if it's very innocent. Like, yeah. hey, you parked the car a little bit crooked today. Fuck you. <laughs> you just think I'm stupid. You think I don't know how to drive. Like yeah, I take go criticism very personally. extremely personally. Um, another thing, and I and I think that a lot of people do. I think that it's one of those things that I don't know how you get good if you can, in fact, get good at taking criticism. Um, another thing, and this is a very common thread throughout most of our our Facebook replies, is the idea of being passive aggressive yes and i think anybody that knows me will confirm that i am in fact the king of of passive aggressive behavior he's the king of passive aggressive and i'm the queen of petty slash personal attacks and with our powers combined we create just the world's worst fights with our powers combined it's a surprise to anyone that we are married <laughs> we haven't we're not. fought our way into a divorce or a we're d not. word as we say yeah we in don't this like house. to use that word in this house we're not that bad though like we talked to this couple no. over the weekend and it was interesting to me she was saying that they have a room in, in their office that they keep intentionally oh, yeah. blank <laughs> I forgot about they that. don't hang posters or not posters but they don't hang art or do anything on this wall because that's the wall that she throws shit at yeah. when they fight. And I don't think we've ever thrown things at each other or just at a wall in, in anger. I don't think we've ever thrown things in a, in anger. Mm, no. Back in the day when we used to fight hardcore, I think I like punched your arm a couple times. Yeah. But I can't punch, so it's like laughable. Yeah, it's like I remember growing up when my mom would try and like spank us. We always like had to put on a show so yeah. that it didn't make it worse. But it was always like, oh, <laughs> cute. that's cute. Yeah. You're, you're angry and you're trying to spank me. Yeah. Because we knew if we laughed, and she'd be like, okay, well, your dad's going to get home soon and yeah. he'll take care of it. Then it's like, okay, shit, now we're in trouble. Right. Um, what, what do you, how do you recognize, because I, I always hear this from everybody about me. People tell me this all the time and I don't necessarily see it in myself. How do you recognize passive aggressive behavior, Ash? Like when I'm, do you do you notice when I'm doing that? Yes. How? Like, what are some of the signs of a passive aggressive partner? Um. Jeez, put me on the spot. <laughs> it's like when your kid comes up to you. It's like, what does this mean? And you're like, shit. I know what that means. I use that word on a, like a regular basis, but now that I have to like 
explain it to you? That's hard. It. Um, oh, I don't know off the top of my head. You just... I feel like I need like an example. What? I don't have. I don't, I don't know. Have an example. Should we look it up? Well, I know like what it means. I'm just trying to think of like things that you do. Passive aggressive behavior. Be aggressive. 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 Passive aggressive. <laughs> oh, good. He finally went back to sleep. Good. Well, he's laying down at least. He looks wicked um, uncomfortable. This definition says personality characterized by indirect resistance to the demands of others and an avoidance of direct confrontation, as in procrastinating, pouting, or misplacing important materials. Five signs that you're dealing with a passive aggressive person. Passive aggressive porter. <laughs> If I, guess, I were a superhero, that would be my, my superpower. One of the, that kind of just reminded me, I guess, and you can continue your list after. And I don't know if you say this a lot, but it it's kind of like this. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. When it's very obviously yeah. not fine or like, no, it's okay. I'll just, I'll just go without you. Yeah. Or. Well, and see, but then on the other hand, you do that to me all the time where it's like. Oh, yeah. Hey, I want to go do this thing. Fine, just go without me then. I'm like, well, I don't want to go without you. It's fine, just go. I don't want to go anyway. It's fine. I don't want to go. Yeah. That's why I'm saying, like, it's hard to just, like, think of, like, an example yeah. of you being passive-aggressive, like, on the spot without, like, a specific fight in mind or a specific, like, occurrence yeah. in mind. It's hard to, like... Well, why, why we explore that and kind of look up those definitions, one thing that I wanted to ask um, you, the the listener, to, to, to think about or maybe... And men, this might be more your thing is when your your partner is visibly upset and there's obviously something wrong, or at least in your perception there's something wrong, and you might be might be incorrect. How many times do you need to ask them whether or not they're okay and what's wrong before you give up and accept that nothing is wrong and go about your business? Let me just say and <laughs> I feel like this should be common knowledge. Like, do they even have like maturation classes anymore? I think so. I feel like in the boys' sixth grade maturation, along from teaching, like, this is a penis. This is a penis and it's going to fill with blood and become an erection. Along with that, I feel like a key point in turning into a man or hitting maturity should be all right, boys, when a woman or a girl says she's fine. Run. <laughs> it does not ever mean that she is, in fact, fine. If she says a situation is fine or that you doing anything is fine, red flag. It is not fine. <laughs> just start digging. Webster should just change the definition of fine in the dictionary because <laughs> it does not mean, like, okay or whatever the... The actual definition, the definition of, fine. of fine is it's not fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So that, how, but how many times? Like because there have been times when I think I have mis um, perceived. <sighs> yeah, the pee chills. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't pee. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hope not. God, I ruined that chair. Um, there have been times when you generally I think are okay, but you're just quiet or you're on your phone or. Yeah. 
your body language is communicating that you're not okay. My body says no. <laughs> but my mind oh, wait. is telling me yes. <laughs> I fucked that one up. I did too. Yeah, and I'm... And so all... you'll Your, bo- your body language will be putting off... Did you off, hear that? Yeah. Oh, your I'm body sorry. language will be putting off like this energy of not okay... But when I come and talk to you about it, you're like, no, really, I'm fine. I'm like, no, you're lying. You're not fine. Tell me what's wrong. Yeah. And I, and then, sorry, I'm very back and forth, I, I guess is because (laughs) there's times when I will say I'm fine when I really am okay. And there's nothing bothering me and no, I'm fine. But then there's times when I am visibly upset and obviously not fine. And I will say I'm fine. And I remember being a little... And I don't think I'm the only person that does this. I think it's kind of just human nature. Uh, Did you ever have this when you were younger and you were like upset? And you were almost like fishing for your friend or someone to ask you like about something. But you don't want to go out and tell them. And so, what's wrong? Oh, nothing. No, really, what's wrong? Nothing. I'm really okay. Yeah, and then like... And it's like, okay, Eeyore, cut the shit. Yeah. We know you're like... And then like 10 times later, you're like, all right, well, this is what's wrong. So, I'm kind of the same as an adult where when I'm upset... I mean, there's times when I'm upset and I just... I don't want to talk about it. It's not the time or the place, but... There are other times when I say I'm fine and Porter's like, I'm not stupid. I can see you're upset and tell me what's wrong. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's not that I want him to badger me and push until I finally cave because there are sometimes when I like... Sometimes like, you do though. Yeah, but there's time like, like I said, there's sometimes I don't want to talk about it right then. And in those... It, in those instances, I will, like, usually just get pissed off. I'm so fucking so I'm fine! And then he's like, whoa, all right, psycho. <laughs> but, yeah, there's definitely sometimes when I'm like, no, just ask, ask me one more time. Come on, ask me one more time, and I'll tell you. But, um... And and so the the funny so, thing is so yeah I got there's no <laughs> you use no the same verbiage use the same verbiage for all three situations yes. whether like no I'm genuinely fine like I'm just quiet I'm a little reserved it's fine like I'm I'm really okay I'm in a good mood I'm enjoying myself I'm just quiet or I'm fine and I want you to ask me more I want to tell you te- what's wrong I want to tell you but I don't want to tell you the first time or the second or even the fifth. But I, I need you to ask me at least one more time, and I'll decide in my own good, in my own time. Yeah. You need a pump, don't you? I was just feeling them. I got a little. I mean, I need to before I go to bed, but I'm good. Just, uh, just filling them up. They just got in my way, and usually they don't do that unless they're ready to be <laughs> milked. Milked. <laughs> um, and so you have the second situation where you want me to ask you at least one more time, mm-hmm. and at some point you're going to tell me yes. what's wrong. <laughs> and then the third time you say I'm fine, you're not fine, <laughs> and you better not fucking ask me if, and I, if I really am fine. If I continue to ask you, it just makes you more and more upset. Like it just makes yeah. you more mad. <laughs> can is there some way that we can like change up? Like give me some type of other cue or you know 
a flashcard or, or something <laughs> that you know you can indicate which where on the spectrum you are because there have been times when like I genuinely I know that you're upset and I want to know but I'm like hey babe what's wrong nothing I'm good and I'm like okay good enough for me I'm gonna walk away I'm not gonna I'm not, I'm not gonna indulge you in this yeah and you may or may not be that position where you like genuinely want me to ask you but I don't know and I'm not gonna find out like you'd be like no just just ask one more time and I'm mm-hmm. like you know it's like on Austin Powers like oh, I hate getting the same question asked three yeah. times oh, damn it third time okay where I'll tell you Mr. Evil or where's Dr. Evil's lair I'm not telling you you'll never get it out of me <laughs> so I'm like Ash damn, are you okay three times <laughs> yeah I'm fine baby Ash are you okay yes I told you I'm in great I'm in a good mood I'm in great. <laughs> I'm in great. Ash, are you okay? <sighs> no. Let me tell you what's wrong. I'm really <laughs> upset at you. And it's like, fuck, why do we do this? All right. And part of that is because we're weird humans and we like attention and all that jazz. But there are times when, and I mentioned this when we tried to record yesterday. I'm a bad communicator and fighter. I mean, I don't think I'm a bad communicator, just when it comes to fighting. And I'm trying to make a very 100% conscious effort to tell you when something is bothering me, when it's bothering me. So that... Because one of the, the types of people that we talked about these, you know, the different fighting styles, I guess, are the people who pent everything up and then five years later it explodes. Yeah, they avoid confrontation at all costs yeah. just because they don't want to have that fight. Yeah. And so instead of getting it out in the air, they just hold on to it and then five years later they explode and they're like, five years ago you did this and it pissed me off and I've never forgiven you for it. Or, and yeah, I hate now the way you do this. Now or... I'm so like totally toxic on the inside. Mm-hmm. There's no salvaging this relationship. You know a little bit about that, don't you? A little bit. Been there, done that. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds a little bit. I know familiar. a guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're talking about Porter's ex relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I've always had. I don't want to say toxic relationships because they've been shitty relationships but I don't know if toxic is the right word but we've always fought horribly in like all my previous relationships and so I obviously care about this relationship and this marriage and I I'm one of like those old fashioned gals that believes that like marriage is forever like we don't even say the word divorce in our house we call it the D word like like children. Yeah, it's just not... Schmishmorshin. Yeah, it's just not not a word that we talk about or that we say. And so I try, and it's really, really hard, but I try to address issues that I'm having at the time. And it doesn't always have to be, like, face-to-face. Sometimes I, like, don't want to do it face-to-face because it's, yeah, it's, like, vulnerable and it's hard to say and scary to say, hey... 
I'm going to start a confrontation with you because you're doing something that I don't like. And so even if it's not face to face, maybe it's over text or maybe it's like a few hours later when I'm like calm down and it's not bugging me as much. But I still, even if it's something that's really stupid that I, it, I'm heated about in the moment, but then a couple hours later I realize that's not that big a deal, but it still bothered me that much. I feel like it's worth bringing up. Yeah. So there's times when I'm like, hey, baby, this morning when you did this or this morning when you said this, it really bothered me. And I'm okay now. I know it, I was overreacting, but it really bothered me. And so I try to make a super, super conscious effort to go out of my way to tell you when things are bothering me. No, and I really me. appreciate that. And I, and I think I'm getting better at that. Um, and we even have the argument, they're not the argument, but we even have the conversation sometimes where it's like, hey, I want you to know, like, this is how I saw things or this is how I perceived the situation and I may have been wrong, but this is what I saw and this is how that made me feel and I was angry at you and it may not have even ever come up, but then that gives the other person a chance to be like, oh, okay, I understand that that's how you saw the situation. Let me explain why I, mm-hmm. I was acting the way that I did or why I said what I said. Yeah. And then you can be like, okay, I can see now that my feelings were, were incorrect, that I I had misread the situation and I want to tell you that I how I saw it and then give you that opportunity to explain your side or what actually happened instead of me getting mad over something only to find out later that it was totally my fault and innocent uh-huh. but then I would have caused a fight I would have stirred shit up yeah. and then that's a problem whereas if you just come out and say hey look I might be wrong but this is what I saw this is how that made me feel or this is how, what I heard and this is how that made me feel am I right am I wrong like let's talk about the situation yeah and I feel like in doing so it has not saying we don't ever fight we're not some like perfect couple but well, we're pretty fucking perfect. I feel like we got all of our fighting out the first two years we were together. The first year, oh my god, was just like a battle scene. I even have friends now. They're like, I don't know why you guys are still together. Like, yeah, you should not have fought that much. Like normal yeah. couples, even healthy fighting couples, don't fight that much. Yeah, and I agree. We fought a shit ton, but now I feel like we got. For the most part, we got, like, all of our fighting out of the way. We still bicker, and we still, like, get in arguments. It's not like we don't get in arguments, but I feel like an argument and a fight are different. Like, and we're learning how to fight. We're learning how to communicate with each other and learning each other's styles of communication. Because, surprise, everyone (laughs) is not like you. And people don't think the same way that I do. But, and so I feel like us trying to address things before they turn into a fight are one of the things that's helped us so that we don't fight as much. Like, one example is the whole time that we've been together, it's bothered me that Porter will sometimes let Ellie drink coffee. And I've always brought it up. I'm like, I don't like your drinking coffee. And well, you've always been very vocal about that. You've never, yeah. yeah. 
And I mean, you have to you have to think she was seven when we got together. So I wasn't letting her drink coffee at seven. Not like full cups, but she would say, "Hey, Dad, can I have some of your coffee?" You're like, "Yeah." Okay. Yeah, maybe just I guess a little the... bit, or you can have the rest of mine. Like, right. okay. Which it just always irked me. Like, totally made me like cringe. Like, it yeah. just bothered me. And there was an instance. And it's not often. It's not like every time she's over here, which, I mean, I'm sure she asks every single time. Because, no, she hasn't asked in a very long time. Well, but, I mean, before that. Yeah. But he wouldn't always, you know, let her have it every single time. But a couple months ago, um, she didn't have school or something. Or you were taking her somewhere, so she wasn't home with us. Right. And... I I don't remember how it came up. I had given her coffee and left the mug out. Yeah. And I had saw the But there was a, something before. It wasn't just like, oh, I saw a mug with like coffee residue in it. There was like a reason that I knew that she drank it or something. Or I, I think you had a like to-go mug. Right. But then there was like a ceramic mug on right. the counter with like fresh coffee residue in it and they had already left for the day and I was getting ready for work and I saw that and oh my god I don't think my blood has ever boiled so quickly in my life because it was like in my eyes I was like what the fuck are you doing I have told you multiple times that this bothers me and yet you continue to do it like we already know there's an issue with like resentment towards her and I and then like you do shit like this and it just fuels my fire and I was like Oh, I was so livid at you. And I didn't want to text you right away because I knew I would just blow the fuck up. You'd you'd go for the personal attacks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Your fucking hair is stupid. And by the way, why did you let your daughter drink coffee? You look like a fucking troll. (laughs) (laughs) Your great pubes are disgusting and I hate you. (laughs) You're tacky and I hate you. (laughs) Anyways, so I I just held on to it all morning. And I, like... I think I, like, tried to let it go, but I it was just, oh, it was just, like, making me so mad. And I, it was, like, all I could think about. I was driving somewhere. I just, like, imagine you, like, at home doing, like, prison-style push-ups. <laughs> just, like, with this, like, I wish. I'd picture, be so ripped. Like, this picture of me as you're doing push-ups. Like, when I get out of here, I'm going to fuck this guy up. If I did push-ups every time I got mad, I would be able to tow our 20-pound baby around. 16-pound baby. He is not. He is. No. We'll find out on Friday. Yes. I'm taking bets. I bet you that he's closer to 16 than he is to 20. He was 15 and some change at our last appointment, and that was three months ago. And he has put on some weight because I used to be able to carry him, like, pretty comfortably around. I'm just just saying, when when next time we record, we'll tell our audience how much he weighed. I'm just saying, I bet he's closer to 16 than to 20. I'd say he's 19 or 20. Okay. All right. Going down for the books. You're voting 16 I'm said closer to 16 than to 20. Okay. So that gives me the leeway to like 17 and a half. All right. 18. No. 18 is dead even. So anything north of 18 is closer to 20. I'm like, no. All right. (laughs) Anyway. 18.5 and under. Oh my God. Moving on. Anyways, so I finally text him, and I'm like, did you give Ellie a cup of coffee this morning? And he's like, just, (laughs) and this is also, I feel like, human nature, and I do this all the time, like, just a little bit. So it's like, 
I don't know if you were meaning to or not, but you were making like an you're like an excuse, yeah, or like rationalizing right what you did because I knew you didn't like it exactly. But I didn't try and hide it. No, and I didn't lie about it. No. Okay. But and that's what made me the most mad is that it <laughs> is that I kept it out of the opium. No, no, no. Is that you did it because even though I didn't like it, okay. it wasn't like the fact that it happened. It was the fact that. It, you knew I didn't like it, and you did it anyways. Anyway, so he says yes, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I have told you that I don't like this. And you're like, well, I thought the only reason you didn't like it is because it makes her wound up and hyper and annoying. But we were going to... I was dropping her off at summer camp, and so she wasn't going to be in her hair, so I didn't think it was an issue. And I... At that point, I was like, no, like, I've, I've told you I don't like it, and I don't like it because she's too young. Like, it's not good for kids to drink coffee. Like, there's, I don't think the whole, like, it stunts your growth thing has been proven. Maybe it has. I don't, I don't know. But anyways, I don't feel like it's good for kids to drink coffee. I don't know if that's true. Maybe one of you smart people can tune in and message and say, oh, it's actually proven yeah, to be send very us a study. effective. <laughs> yes. But well, so, and we, I don't want to belabor this because I agree with your point and we'll, we'll get to your point. I know what you're going to say that caffeine helps her ADD. <laughs> She's taking medication for that. So anything extra is just not unless doing she doesn't any take good. it that day unless she didn't have any, but I, I was going to say when I, yes, when I was teaching, I had a lot of parents who didn't want to medicate their children um, and so they would use coffee as a stimulant in lieu of Ritalin. So that's all. Anyway, yeah. but I agree with your story. And so the point is, well, no, go keep going. Yeah, well, that's pretty much it. Well, but I. No, the point is I misunderstood. Yeah. Well, yeah. The reason behind it, and so I, I was going against your wishes because I it's, felt like it the, was, the circumstances. It is allowed the fact because she's already high strung and hyper. Caffeine is not going to, it's not going to like calm her, it's not like melatonin, it's not going to calm her down and like, oh, no, wow, that cup of coffee just really, <laughs> I could go to sleep now. I'm just mellow. I'm just going to chill and hang out on the couch and like, I don't know, like I might be super old fashioned where like, oh, I don't know if caffeine really like makes you all hyped up anymore. Like, right. Or but, stunts growth. You know. Yeah. But it's like these things that you've heard for years and years and years. I'm like, I don't know. No, and I appreciate that. And, and, and I, but yes, part of it is like, I don't you, need her being more hyper and right. more annoying and more wound up. But as soon as you communicate that to me, I was like, cool. I'm glad that you have my daughter's best interest at heart. Like that you genuinely are concerned about her welfare. And it's not like, you know what? Like she's your kid. I don't fucking care how she turns out. Like if she's healthy or not, if she stunts her growth or not, I don't care. If I didn't care, we would be in. Z- we would have zero fights. No, I, I know. And so that's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> once you communicate that to me, I appreciate that you cared, as opposed to being like, I don't want her to drink coffee just because she's annoying, and if she's not going to be in my presence, yeah, I don't give a shit. But no, I was like, no, I care about your daughter. I want her to be healthy, and I don't want her so itchy to be to stunt her growth and so no i i appreciate that and and she hasn't had any at least for me since then because you explained and but i think in the long of the short you know the 
the breaking this down into like a, a moral like a, of the story, <laughs> or like a theme of the story. It was a misunderstanding. It was a misunderstanding, but you you had expressed to me on multiple occasions that you didn't like this behavior. I never said why, but exactly. I didn't know why, but it didn't. It shouldn't have mattered. You just said I didn't like it, and that should have been enough. Yeah, but it had more meaning to me, and it like struck a chord when I knew why. And so that from that point on, I was like, this isn't just Ash. Being creating a, a rule just being yeah just like arbitrary just out of nowhere coming up with some policy yeah about caffeine it was genuinely i care about your kid and i want her to be healthy and so i don't want her drinking coffee because i don't think that it's healthy for a 10 year old or however old yeah. to be drinking coffee so the meaning behind it made me more eager to comply and and total diffuse the situation side note but like that's common in a lot of, I don't know if it's like type whatever learners or type whatever personalities, but I know that's common that I know like from being in management in my previous job, well, you know, it's kind of like, like a case study. If you, if you have this group of employees and you tell them okay here's how to do your job do it and then you have another group of employees okay this is how your job this is how you do your job do it and this is why you're doing your job this is the effect your job will have on other people this is the effect your role plays in the company and here's a graph or not a graph but like a here's where you play into the company and then after you touch this part then it goes to this person and they do that like once someone has a broad understanding about what they're doing and why they're doing it and what meaning it has like it's going to create it's going to make that person feel meaningful and so it's going to give them more of like a purpose and more more sense of like wanting to to do it and i'm sure that's not just like in yeah the business world but like yeah and i agree i think that i mean i feel like that helps with communicating the why is a big deal like it's not just a matter of like this is an issue like this is just me pulling a rule out of thin air but explaining the why behind it yeah it helps resolve that that tension yeah but i feel like i mean with fighting in general like people aren't the same and so you say i don't i didn't like that you said this because yeah it did this or i felt this way like it's kind of like people don't care about facts they care about feelings and so if you help someone explain what they did and how it made you feel, you're probably more inclined to getting through to them so that they are understanding of yeah, and seeing your side because you just say like something that I don't know what I'm trying to say, but (laughs) I I get you. It's it's trying to help the other person because I, I know like when I'm fighting, like it's very hard for me to see Porter's side. All I'm focused on, all I can see is my point of view and how it affects you. Yeah. And I just assume that that's how it affects everyone. And it's kind of like, 
I have a very much like my way or the highway kind of mentality. And like, there are times when he will, you know, kind of dumb it down for me and say, this is how you made me feel when you did these things or whatever. And then I'm like, Oh, I understand now. Like I, I, I can kind of see your but side. Let me tell you why you're still wrong. Well, it's just like what, <laughs> what Carrie said. Carrie. Yeah. Okay. Um, don't cat. It's like, it's not going to necessarily change my opinion or I'm not going to think that you're, I may not agree with I, yeah, you. Yeah, I may not agree with you, but I will at least see your side and listen to right. what you have to say. And or at least ver- stop verbally disagreeing with yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I, that's something that for me personally, I'm really bad at is listening to your side because I'm very much an entitled person and in that way hashtag only child for most of my life problems <laughs> that that could be its own its own episode oh it should be so ash i don't know if you're paying attention to this or not but rosie looks like she's about to explode i think that poor girl needs to get out and pee she's fine i no, i genuinely think she's like <laughs> her face i know she's like the fuck my mom but i think we've i think we've done a good job where you know i think we've covered this We'll talk about fighting again because it's it's such a common thing. Yeah, it is. People fight. Even, whoa, cat. People fight who are in relationships, who are married. People fight who are just coworkers or yeah. friends. I think it's healthy. Yeah. Oh, and let's... we should touch about that because we didn't talk about that in this episode. When I think we've talked about it a little bit in past episodes, and I kind of made a jab at about his past relationship but when we were we were at a birthday party and we you know we were kind of having just a discussion about fighting and laughing at all the funny things that we fight about or how our spouse or partner handle fights and one of our friends said uh, there's a there's a book called fighting Fine. for your marriage yeah. and I am like a very firm believer in like fighting for your marriage not your only your marriage but fighting for your relationships fighting for what you believe in yeah regardless of what that is and when we first got together that was one of the things that was really hard for us is I was raised by like fighters like you know, you speak up for what's important to you. And Porter did not fight in his last marriage, which I, I mean, believe is. I'm a big sure that there was. The, there were there were some fights. Like I can't say that it was a. a com- Hold on, Dude, Rosie. She needs to go out. That it was a completely like peaceful. Like we never had an issue fight. But I think that you're absolutely right. Like we needed to have fought more that there were issues that were um that were buried that we never addressed and as much as like i think that my upbringing definitely plays a role in how i confront conflict (laughs) how i confront conflict confront conflict i don't think that it was entirely my fault you know in, in the wedding i think or in my marriage i think that there were things that i didn't bring up or that i didn't address 
because I wanted to avoid conflict because mm-hmm. I also grew up, you know, with, with fighters, but instead of taking that as like a healthy way, like the fighting that I was, you know, witness to was like pretty one sided berating yeah. of the other. And I know myself well enough to know that I have a fucking temper and you've seen a couple glimpses of that and, and I try and do a, a, a good job of controlling it. Yeah. Almost to the like to the detriment though, like to the opposite extreme of yes. where I'm so worried about losing my temper that I don't engage in in a healthy argument or in conflict because I'm so afraid of who I'm going to turn into. Yeah. Once that happens, and that happens, like it's not just with me or with like confrontation. Like that's very much your parenting style too, yeah. and it's like. I, I mean, I totally understand. I mean, this is another episode for another day. I understand where you're coming from, where it's like, I don't want to be the scary dad, but right. it's like, but now you're just the fun dad 24-7. And, and so it's like, I, I know that, I guess it's just hard like to, for you to find like a happy medium right. of not being like overbearing and rageful and angry but then like too much like lax and right. too much like not willing to confront confrontation or yeah confront yeah. confrontation yeah yeah well but, and, and so yes and i agree so with it's you. just like multiple it's just like kind of not just one part of your life but that's right. just like very much so different areas of your life right what I, what I was gonna say with that too is is that like a, as much as i take a lot of the blame for that because i'm not somebody who actively seeks out fights or I'm not somebody who like even with you like I'm I'm not very quick to call you out mostly because I don't want to lose that fight and I know that calling you out on stuff usually ends in me apologizing, <laughs> apologizing. so I've learned that it's not Sorry. worth calling you out on shit but I think on the other hand you're you're a good fit for me in that aspect because you do call me out on shit and you do like expect an answer for things whereas in a, you know in the previous marriage like she didn't necessarily have that will to fight either right yeah. and so she had a bunch of things that that were bottled up and and by the time the marriage ended was like holy shit i had no idea or i wasn't paying attention but was never explicitly like brought up yeah and things that definitely you know could have things could have gone a different way had we address them as they happen as opposed to having, you know, just this tractor load of, of her feelings dumped on top of you, like a load of bricks where it's like, there's nothing I can do now. It's over. Like the relationship is over. Thank God. Right. Um, we wouldn't have this podcast. I know. He'd probably be living a miserable existence. (laughs) So I can't even think about it, but I'm petty. (laughs) I'm glad you don't hold grudges. (laughs) I'm glad you don't harbor like ill will and resentment towards people. Hey, but seeing someone who I love, even if I didn't know you at the time or love you at the time, but knowing all the horrible things and the pain that it was caused to you just makes me protective. Right. And, and I appreciate that. And I love that you, you're empathetic like that. Um, and so I think that it is good. Like I didn't, I didn't learn how to fight, but at the same time, um, I think that, you know, I think it's good to to bring out those things. Yeah. So. Anyway. But no, it's. I mean, it's. It's definitely 
well, not so much anymore, I don't think, but it was like a big learning curve. Like, yeah. Because he was like, normal people don't fight this much. But then I, I'm like, okay, that might be true, but you have a blurred vision of what normal is because your past relationship wasn't exactly normal. You going from not fighting at all or very little, so much that you don't remember, like fights, to fighting what seems like all the time. Like, yes, neither one are normal, but my famous quote, and Porter will still use this, is, I I said to him he tried to break up with me and he's I Couple said times. yeah <laughs> and I'm like nope not in this house <laughs> um I I always said like I would rather have tried than failed than like wondered what, what if. if yeah like live this life of what if what if we would just would have tried a little bit harder yeah. or whatever and instead of giving up if we just fought it out yeah so and I'm like a, a firm believer like marriage is all in like all the money's on the table there's no quit when it gets hard or quit when shit sucks like you're in it for the long haul and that just doesn't seem to be the issue like it seems like the old fashioned idea of marriage has like gone out the window that's why it's old fashioned yeah otherwise it wouldn't be old fashioned (sighs) (laughs) if it were modern it would not be old fashioned (laughs) yeah that's what our catch line or catchphrase, whatever it should be, is like reinventing the modern marriage or something. The modern idea of marriage. Don't cover your face. He thinks I'm dumb. I, you sound like an old person sitting on their lawn shaking their fist as the kids ride around on their bikes. Uh, I am. God I'm damn like it, a, you kids. Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> I am. I'm. You are an old soul. The world's oldest 29 year old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we wrap it up, baby? Yes. Okay. It's been fun. It's been yeah, real. I think we could have done this in a two part series. Um, but, you know, we just like to make you guys sit and. Yeah, do this in sections, you do know? Do nothing but listen Turn to us. Turn this on for while you're, you're doing mindless chores, you yeah. know? Um, anyway, yeah. So, once again. Please leave us a, a review if you have ideas, or not. I'm sorry. Let me start over. Please leave us a review on Stitcher, on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you found us. Um, Google, I think. I don't know if anybody uses Google anymore. But Nobody we're there. cool. Um, Just kidding. And then leave us a review. And tell us like if there's things that you want to talk about or want us to talk about, if you'd be interested in being on the show. Yeah, we're always open for suggestions. Yeah. We'd love to have people come over, have a couple of drinks with us, or not have a couple of drinks, whatever, you know? Yeah, we'll um, still have a couple of drinks, oh, yeah, we're but if, regardless. if you don't want to, it's fine. We don't but, want to uh, But yeah, we, you know, if you're interested, um, hit us up on the Facebook. We're now on Instagram. Follow us. We are on... The Gmail. The Gmail. Email this us. This is marriagepodcast at gmail.com. You can email us and let us know um, what you like about the show, what you don't like, if you have ideas about how we can make it better. Because, honestly, this is very much like a homegrown, you know, kind of uh, throw a paint at the wall and see what sticks. We don't really have a plan or, or like, a structure to this this thing. We just kind of do just it. just, like, think of ideas kind of randomly. Like, I, this I mean, idea was sparked yeah sitting around the, the table at a barbecue yeah. so um but yeah if you have ideas about maybe 
getting a little organization or structure to the show and yeah. instead of just listening to these two assholes <laughs> ramble on and on. I can't promise that that will happen, but yeah. well, more than likely we'll ignore you and yeah. just keep doing what we're doing anyway, but we appreciate the feedback. Yeah. We've had a couple of suggestions on the Facebook, which has been super helpful. We'll probably do, I think one of the suggestions next week, unless you have, I don't have anything planned. We, we need to do the step parenting show. That's gotta be a multi-part oh, it's series. It's gonna be like so. a three or four part thing. Yeah. It's a big, big topic that's gonna get heavy and there's yeah i think we're gonna have some guests on there yeah we've got a couple people in mind that we're gonna do yeah um but i had one of our suggestions on the old facebook was uh kids and technology and our thoughts on them yeah that was a that was a really good suggestion i think that we need to address as my daughter for the past three hours has been sitting up in her room with my laptop on youtube Mm -hmm. Yeah, you should see. I'll just th- save my opinions <laughs> and thoughts for that. You one. should see this thing that she built. It's super cool with her uh, kid box, Tinker Box. Yeah, I think it's bigger than a Tinker Box. It's the same fucking same idea. company. Yeah, but super cool. This thing that she built. So, oh. so she has been doing something other than yeah. sit on the computer and just like waste her brain. No, it's super. It's I'll show you tomorrow maybe. Okay, not that you care. Passive, aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. This has been episode 10. 10.2 <laughs> of This Is Marriage Podcast. I'm Porter. I'm Ashley. We love you. Good night. Bye.